Welcome to podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Hey everybody, and if you're listening to this show right now, I just want you to know that you're awesome. And the reason that I know that is because you're listening to this show right now. And anyone else who's not listening to this, they're probably not awesome, so good for you. And this is Podcast 2187, which you know. <laughs> we have Mark and Jared. And as a special return, returning for the first time for weeks off the show, Andrea is still not here. I talked to, uh, to Andrea recently uh, about one of the things Ooh. I think that everybody, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> that everybody's into right now, uh, Spider-Man, because she and Blake had it's awesome. that conversation. I guess, I guess it wasn't a debate, but they had a question about Spider-Man that they wanted me to answer from the new video game, and I answered it. And she mentioned, you know, her frustration with her ongoing work schedule. She has a class out of getting out of work, I think, at a pretty reasonable time on Mondays. But the class does not release until 10 p.m. And they are working adults. They're all working nurses. And, like, I was talking to Blake about it. I don't think that that's cool. Like, they're, they're healthcare professionals. Like, do you want someone tending to your loved ones or yourself when you're sick who are, like, worked overworked and not, they're overscheduled, not given enough rest. It's like these people are really taken for granted in our society. And it's uh, by a slight aside, I want to moan about uh, way we treat uh, nurses uh, in the world. We should, we should treat them better. As, as Tim has said before, and we've named entire episodes, uh, she's out saving lives. Get off your soapbox, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tim had to outsource to a different robot because he uh, wasn't up to the task anymore. It's sad. Shout out to Nikki who suggested that I give Tim the Turing test to find out if he's actually an artificially intelligent robot or not. How intelligent is Tim? <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. Um, since we're going to be getting back to that, and we're going to be going a whole lot of other stuff first, right? Oh, yeah, that'll be another ep- episode. I'm going to find out if we can find a test. We got a bunch of stuff. I have something pulled up when we get to it, uh, but I know there's a bunch of stuff to talk to or talk about, and I got, uh, I got information that Mark and I were talking about uh, adding to to it, but I figure you can get us started, Tim. Well, I was going to, but now I'm looking up the Turing test to see if I can take it. Jared, just made no sense whatsoever. Oh, wow. So th- there's a test here. It says bot or not. Um, I'm going to find out how human Tim is. <laughs> yeah. Just, I, guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't oh, think wow, Tim's going to pass it. This takes thought. I can, no, I can do it, but when you guys are talking about like something else. All right. Um, well, what are we talking about? <laughs> We have, resistance. Well, we have that, but we can get to that later. Right, um, what we're going to talk about now is Star Wars today has a little bit of a trailer for a new. Is it like a mini series, like a micro series? Like, how would you define it? What are we talking about? We're talking Did about we sh- our Star Wars stories. Yeah, our our, our, our podcasting buddy uh, Sal Perales and yes. his. Uh, I believe I think they're going to do a podcast, and if it hasn't started yet. Uh, and uh, life partner and uh, cosplaying uh, co-leader Li- Elizabeth Perales was also uh, on that video as awesome fans for the, the trailer because I think it seems to be about awesome Star Wars fans or something. Yeah, and uh, I, I think they need to have an episode that is solely focused on podcasts, and I think that we need to be the main feature in that episode. I don't get a feeling we're going to make it to that first season. It's, <laughs> we, it's we haven't high gotten call. quality content. Unless you've gotten a call we've missed. I think, I think we're not making it the first season of the, our Star Wars story. We're the only podcast that has Australian Mark. 
Is, he, is that Australian? I think that's what he said it was. <laughs> no, that's my my wife has like my uh, wife has Australian Siri. Yeah, I, I remember that hearing that part. And, and, I'm, and I'm not sure I I like that idea. It's got some like guy talking to her. <laughs> Being seduced by some Australian robot. Oi, uh, which which way you need? I don't even know if that's Australian. That's fine. I'm not even Australian. I've seen what he called steel. An Austrian <laughs> like, robot. Like steel talking to my wife. An Austrian robot. I find uh, I found very intimidating in the Terminator yeah. movies. So that Australian robots. Just a couple extra letters. You. Are you guys trying to talk at the same time? <laughs> yes. No. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to sound on an accent, but I don't think I can do it. I, I don't have it there yet, and I don't want to just debut it here and, and well, it be horrible. Oh, all right. Well, then, in, in place of that, <laughs> we've heard before like, your Barney, your Santa, stuff like that. And what I, is your best accent then? I don't have a, a. I don't have a bunch of best accents. Well, oh my Santa though. We need to call kids on on Christmas. <laughs> uh, no, Let's scare him. <laughs> hurry up with the show there. <laughs> Time to speed it up, Timothy. Why does it sound like like a? Never mind. Um, I don't know. Star Wars or Resistance. If oh. we're gonna talk about that because Mark wanted to, and I want to bring Mark back. I, I'm afraid, yeah. but the droids won't have as uh, good of accents in Star Wars Resistance. Probably not. Well, you know the the interesting thing actually that I thought was cool. We can just start dropping a bunch of little tidbits of information. Was uh, David Collins. Is I guess a sound designer on the show, and if anybody knows, David Collins uh, had a really good show, like the only good show on uh, Rebel Force Radio called Star Wars Oxygen. It was an amazing show all about you know the music of John Williams and Star Wars specifically. He since then went on his own, uh, good for him, uh, doing his own show called the Soundtrack Show, which pretty much you know he, he's done episodes so far on uh, the music from Back to the Future, which was. Absolutely amazing. Those, I think it was three episodes he did. He's done episodes on um, Corn Gold, uh, on uh, obviously John Williams. Right now, he's currently doing, uh, he finished up, I don't know if there's going to be three parts, but uh, two parts so far on Psycho, the music. Just, just good stuff. And, and so it was announced by Matt Wood that he's pretty much the sound designer on Resistance. And, and I think it's great. You know, he's definitely a huge fan of the show uh of the shows of the of uh star wars in general and you know i, I think he's a good guy and he's definitely one of us as far as just being a, a super fan of of this stuff so he, he's definitely going to be a good fit okay well i completely uh agree that's really cool news uh, he, i also remember him being an active participant in um kyle newman's radio shows that he yeah. would do at the old uh, celebrations like and he would be the he was the voice of Han in those and in uh, some of the video games, I think, back then. Yeah, and I, day, think, right? I think he, yeah, it, that was him. And, it, and I th he was also, he also did some of the Stormtroopers or different voices uh, for the current movies. And I think he's pretty much the, like, de facto, one of the de facto co-hosts for Star Wars Celebration right right now, along with, oh, man, the, her name escapes me. Is it um, Amy Radcliffe? Yeah. I, so they're, they're pretty much doing them together. Oh, uh, I mean, it's a complete aside from resistance, but just related to since we just uh, brought her up uh, through David Collins and Celebration mention. Uh, she just had this book released about uh, women of Star Wars, and it's a bunch of I think fan art and like commissioned art and whatnot. And it's like she released one picture today that was a portrait that had like the sister and the or the son and the daughter uh, from 
Mortis? Uh, from Mortis, and it was like just so incredibly gorgeous. And so I'm super interested in that book. I, I believe if it hasn't come out now, it's it, already it's, it's coming out really soon, and people should check that out. It's a, a new, I think, I think it's both prose and art, but it's uh, all sorts of stuff about the women of Star Wars by by Amy Ratcliffe, and I think it. Yeah, I think we're gonna get some. Uh, they're kind of dropping out of nowhere, or with or with. Uh not a huge lead up, but so far we're getting some really good books and I think we're going to get a few more, you know, before episode nine comes out. So I, I know there's a, a lot of time one. for that for sure. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta put something out. So might as well be, uh, might as well be some stuff right now that, that, that is exciting. So, yeah. But, um, and then we, have, I mean, in, in general, we, have... uh, hello. <laughs> I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> I want to make sure we lost Jared. Terry just phased out. Yeah, and he just like left the room. I I, I don't know if it's like the internet on his end or something, because every once in a while, I, Mark, do you hear it too? Where he, he just kind of like his audio kind of cuts out for half a second. He he needs the Turing test. Sometimes <laughs> it sounds a little bit robotic for a split second. Right. Which, by the way, I did just take that, or at least a version of it, or something. And uh, it's I'm human. <sighs> it's. I don't believe so, some of my answers were the robot answers, but overall, I was human. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't <laughs> believe it. Well, what else do I need to do? Until I can meet you in person and give you a giant bear hug, I do not believe that you're a real a real boy. Well, I mean, hey, if you go to celebration, I'll give you that chance. Are you going to Chicago? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So again, if no, I won't be there. Well, there there's a problem then because we. Yeah. <laughs> I will not be there. Well, while we wait for Jared's epic return, and now that I said so, that, I hope he does something epic. Yeah, so, so you know, talking about David Collins. Um, yeah. And, and I'm not sure if he's, if he's the only one behind the sound on it, but he's definitely one of the ones that Matt Wood pointed out. And like we said, he's just been around in the community forever. And so it's nice to see somebody who, you know, he's, he worked on the video games. Uh, uh, was it Force Unleashed? Force forces on what is it? Forces unleashed or the force unleashed? I think just the force unleashed. Thank you. So he worked on those games, and he's worked on, uh, like Jared said, some of the um, some radio uh, uh, dramatizations or radio plays uh, that they they self produced. But he, just a good guy. So it, it really is nice to see that. I honestly think um, Resistance will be in good hands with him. And also, if uh, you're not familiar with those things, if you ever watched a red carpet premiere for a Star Wars movie, he's usually the guy doing like the social media interaction stuff. Um, so you might remember him from there, too. What are your thoughts so far on Resistance, Tim? Anything you're looking forward to? Uh, I, Did you see the latest trailer? I, I don't know if it's like the latest one or not. I have seen... It, it, has, it has pirates in it, Tim. I don't. I remember seeing Phasma, but I don't remember seeing pirates. So it might have been well, like a TV I, spot. I have or not something. seen that one. See, there's pirates, and then there's there's a little salacious crumb looking dude. <laughs> Which to me that screams Hondo, don't it? Uh, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he's. It seems like he's uh, he's Dave Filoni's new Plucoon or whatever. But uh, Plucoon. Plucoon. Thank you. What did I say? Poo- so, what, did I, what did I say? I think, I think you said Blue Coon. Yeah. Which is his Blue? brother. Blue and Plug. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the, cl- two the Clue Brothers. In, two tubes and one tubes. Right. <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they go by. I see three tubes. Was it Edrio and I can't remember the other guy's name. What, what's. Ben, um, oh, Benthic. Benthic. 
It's a good name. Let, let, let's get a so name. You go for... by Ben or Thick. Either way. <laughs> and then, and then the other thing I noticed in one of the trailers, and I don't know if anybody else heard it. I swear I heard Fode Bead. Ooh. When they're talking about, as announcing a race, I'm pretty positive I heard it. And if anybody else heard it, they can let me know if I'm right or wrong. But that oh. would be pretty bad. Bad booty. If, uh, <laughs> if we can say, uh, say badass. Can I really? Yeah. yeah. Tim, you allow yeah. it? Yeah. No, it's, it, uh huh. If, if, imagine, yeah. have you heard Bart Simpson ever say it? Then it's okay. I, I don't watch Simpsons <laughs> anymore. There's way too many episodes of that show. Hold on. I haven't watched it in years. <laughs> okay okay tim so so it would be pretty badass if uh fo is it fo bead right for sure. bead anyways if if they came if, if they came back or or he came back i don't know what what he's considered uh it would be pretty cool so just to jump back real quick to the sibling conversation um what what are we going to name constable zuvio's sibling who's that I mean, like the sibling? No, it's I'm hypothetical. Oh, okay. Now, who's Constable Zuvio? You mean? Well, that's the, he's the same species as the cool dude from who had the wolf in. Uh, what are they called? I don't even. I don't remember the name of the species or the name of the dude anymore. Uh, but he was cool. Uh, are they Kuz, Kuzo or Kozu or whatever? Kuzco. Uh, nice. No. <laughs> uh, but another member of of Zuvio's species is one of the bounty hunters that uh, Filoni likes so much. I think Filoni divorced him in Clone Wars. And he barely said or grumbled anything. He had a pet wolf. Uh, Embo. Is, are we talking about Embo? Yes, I'm talking about Embo. That's correct. Nice. Uh, I think I think their their species is like Kuz, Kuzo or something. Uh, but yeah. Uh, we're gonna find we, this out real quick. We don't we don't know if Zuvio is uh is in this or not, do we? Oh no, no. I'm just wanting to have a brother name for him. Okay. The other thing, the other thing that came out today, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Matt Martin said that pretty much the timeline is the Poe Dameron comic, then Resistance, then The Force Awakens. So this is not a lot of time before Force Awakens. Nope. Yeah, he said basically, I think uh, twenty-five issues was the Poe Dameron comic. Yeah. So Poe Dameron one through twenty-five, then Resistance, then Force Awakens. All right, so his species is, is spelled K-Y-U-Z-O. Kaizu? Kaizu? Kaizu. Goodness gracious. That, that was almost like a really poor quality THX beginning. It was just, just, a, <laughs> just, just a guy going on a strip bike. <laughs> <gasps> That's where he came up with it. Um, probably not. I'm sorry, I have to, I have to search for the a leaked picture of a new Spider-Man... Uh, Sequel costume. Is it good? Looks like, looks like Spider Man Noir. Really? I thought so. Except for no, no goggles. Interesting. I never understood the idea that Spider Man would have a mask with with eye slits and then goggles on top. Or same thing with Batman. Batman in, in uh Batman versus Superman. Why is he wearing goggles? That was just a weird yeah. outfit. Like like Spelunker Batman, that was kind of strange. He does it, he has it in a couple spots in that movie, and then he has a he has it in the trailers for Justice League too. Oh, but they never did that in the trailer, right? I mean, they never did an actual movie, right? I haven't seen Justice League, so I don't know what. That's not it's uh, not horrible. Like really? the DC not. Justice League right now? Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. Like I haven't seen it yet, and ironically, of all the DC movies so far, it's probably the, well next to Wonder Woman, it's probably the one I want to see the most. Um, Apparently, not that most. Well, well, I mean, because I gave Suicide Squad, Batman vs. Superman, 
Man of Steel. You know, I get like I get them I, all I, get a shot. I saw I saw all the other ones as well, and the only one I even liked is uh is Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. But yeah. yeah, but I'm yeah. kind of hopeful for the two that are coming up next. I, Blake laughs every time I mention it. He's like, oh, you know, because like, like uh, but but they're different people making it, you know. So like, I don't know. I haven't loved all the Marvel movies at the same level, so I'm pretty sure it's. Yeah, I, I think it's very plausible that I'll enjoy both uh, Aquaman and and Shazam. Uh, so I'm trying to be hopeful. You know, I was impressed with the Shazam trailer just because it the, the entire vibe of it was completely different from all the others. And well, to and me, it's much the more right appealing. vibe for of for Shazam. I think for the most part, it should just right. feel like a a kid with superpowers. That's the premise. Right. That's they think they pull it off pretty well. So, uh, n- not to um, overcorrect with the steering wheel here, but hey, no, for, for well, for Star Wars Resistance, this is the last. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this the last episode we have before we've seen some of it? It is. Before we've seen uh, any episodes, yeah. Right. So we will have full reviews, including Tim's uh, in depth discussion of the first episode next Monday. Well, next Monday we'll record, but we'll probably release it on Tuesday. So by this time next Tuesday, you will have Tim's in depth robotic knowledge of this, of this show. Hey, I took the test. You know, Jared, I hear the answer though. I'm not a robot. I'm a human. You took the, you took the I'm test. A real boy. So all this proves is that <laughs> Phil. Er, er, all this proves is that uh, Tim is top of the line in artificial intelligence. My AI uh, is near human. Yeah, it's actually no. Human. Apparently, it is human because yeah, what's, that, what's the little kid from AI? As we get, oh, uh, what Mark? What's that little kid from AI? Uh, he's played by Haley Joel Osment. I believe the uh. character's name was David, but I can't remember for sure. Maybe, uh, uh, but I remember. I do remember that the short story it's based on by Philip K. Dick is called Super Toys Last All Summer's Law or All Summer Law. Get back on track, Jared. <laughs> and the, the, the film uh, was outlined three different ways by Stanley Kubrick when he died. So Spielberg jammed all three together. And if you pay really close attention or just any attention at all, you can tell because it's very clearly three movies jammed together. <laughs> do we want some details? Because in addition to that story coming out next week, on October 7th with the one-hour premiere of Resistance on Disney Channel and Disney Now. Uh, on the Disney Now app and Disney Channel uh, video on demand, it says, according to StarWars.com, and a couple of uh, sources re- re- reporting it since then, uh, a couple of weeks ago they said that we're going to get two additional new episodes available via their app and on demand. So yeah, we're going to have four episodes of Resistance to talk about next week. Four. I don't know if we'll see all four. We... we Listen, I, I just need Tim to watch the first one, the first complete story. I'm going to do the that. Double, the the two-parter? Yeah. I, and, and look, I don't want to overload Tim's circuits or anything, but if we can just get him to wow. watch that, for, that 40, the 44 minutes, nice you know, 2.2 minute episodes. <laughs> and then for our, for our listeners, it's been revealed that if you have on-demand, if you have a cable system, if you have on-demand, it's supposed to be released Sunday morning at 12.01. I don't know so, if that it says that, that it'll have the two additional episodes too. So that might be all four at twelve oh one. It might be the two initially and the other two later in the day. But yeah, I'm not staying. I'll watch rare. it in the morning. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll what time is it airing? Burrito. Ten p.m. Oh. But what time? Like my time, your time, all our time. Okay, so it's, uh, like, uh, it's whatever it's ten p.m. Whatever you, whatever your 
Disney Channel is. If it's the East Coast Disney Channel, it'll be your 10 p.m. If it's the West Coast Channel, it'll be later for you. Well, just, <laughs> I mean, because you're doing it on... Disney Channel yeah, has a West Coast and an East Coast uh, version. It doesn't. I don't right. believe it does have a Central. No, or, nobody uh, has Central. Nobody. So cares those about people are. Those people are, are screwed. Those you got. You got to do the math yourself, guys. Which I get them both. I don't even know why. Like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Why would I get both East and West? I used to on some of uh, my cable cable service providers before I gave Direct up TV cable. has them, and you could pay. Screw extra you, for it. cable. I said. Cut the see, cord. <laughs> see, it doesn't make any sense for you to have it, Tim. But for me, yeah. on, the, on the on the West Coast, it was awesome to be able to watch. Quote unquote early. It, yeah, Saturday Night Live, like three hours earlier. No, I used to really like in college. I enjoyed watching The Daily Show early, <laughs> and then watching other stuff later, like movies. Or yeah, no, I'm with you. It was okay, nice for so, us. Regarding resistance, what resistance? What things do you want from this? And this is kind of an open thing. So I'm um, characters, cameos, plot lines, um, vehicles, weapons. Like, what do you want from it, Jared? What do we want, really? I want no force users. No, Jared. What do we really want? Me and you. E Ewok pilots. God, Jared <laughs> Jackson to appear. Okay, well that's good. That's good. I'm 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 I'm, not, I'm on that one. We want Ray Sloan. Oh, I absolutely want Ray Sloan to appear because, like, unless she shouldn't be out of it, she'll yet, be right? old. She'll be old, Ray Sloan. Yeah, I'm into it. I want, I want Grand Admiral Ray Sloan. I think that that would be awesome. I think also any of Claudia Gray's characters would be rad too. Like, uh, yeah, aren't 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 they all alive at this point? I don't the, know. Across the stars leads Sienna and whatnot. Like, eh, I don't know though, because because look, th this is. This is way after uh, uh, the last time we see them. Yeah, so they could be. I don't think. I don't think this is where they'd introduce those characters into uh, uh, what is it called? Sequential? It's, it's not sequential media, is it? What's it called? But it's like, hello, guys with the muffler. That's uh, <laughs> not, not sequential. Um, but you know what I mean. At this, at this point, yeah, yeah. But at this point in the the visual medium you wouldn't you wouldn't transfer them over at this at this part that makes sense i'm just thinking it's, it is an opportunity but i always feel like that for the cartoons that they have opportunities to use characters from the books they and should comic. like i would it, love i would love to see uh phasma with their helmet off but at the same time i would hate for this to be if we're going to get her alive in episode nine and, and i hope and pray that that we do i doubt uh, it Tim, shut up. <laughs> Just saying. There's no reason for your negativity right now. I'm, I'm talking about something I like. Hey, and someone's got to be the negative person on this no, show. No, no. Nobody asked for a storm cloud right now. It, it's me for the, for the rest of this episode. I am Mr. Negative. Okay, that's actually not a great Spider-Man reference, but I, I'm going to be negative. No, that is an excellent Spider-Man reference. I get it completely. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's the creator so of uh, Anti-Venom. So you open a can of worms, Tim. It would no. <laughs> it would be nice. It would be nice to have to see her with a helmet off. And if the only way to see her with a helmet off is in this show, then give it to me. I'll take it. You, but so, I prefer to see it live action first. This is negative Tim talking here. So with the amount of screen time that she got in the movies, do you think she's gonna have enough screen time in this show to warrant that much effort and should helmet off stuff? I hope she's like Kenny in South Park and she just keeps showing up. 
to get killed. Yeah, that's like somebody did a thing a thing in the late nineties, early two thousands, all the times over the years that they had a cliffhanger and made it seem like Nightcrawler. Just picking one random superhero had died, and it's like he had it. Had, it seemed like he had died like eight hundred times. It's because he can teleport. It's the easiest one to like write out. It's like, oh no, he exploded. It's like, oh wait, no, he teleported at the last minute. He made it. It's like, oh, he drowned. Oh, wait, no. That guy can freaking teleport. Like, this is never going to have happened. He's never going to have he's died. Al- and he's almost a horrible character if he dies because it's like, why didn't you just teleport away? When they did kill him, I think, finally once, and it was like save other people, of course, uh, somehow. But but then they brought him back front, and they literally went to heaven to save him because he's like a Catholic, like, like explicit Catholic trained to be a priest. Like he's a very religious character, so they, they freed him from heaven, which is a pretty fun story but i guess that's a they, i don't think you could pull that off in star wars as well no um but that's because they don't have here just like ghost rider who make literal deals with the devil like oh man that'd be cool though like people who like make like deals with the force like, like do, we, with do we want well i guess we do have a star wars afterlife but where's the star wars netherworld yeah like, we have the, we have the we have the good you know the good light side but what happens when you go to the dark side all like, we have we do have a, de- a depiction of almost like a dark side force ghost and the only oh, explanation yeah uh darth bane the only thing explaining what it is is like in non-canon stuff like notes on the website from pablo uh you know it's not anything that actually is official so or or not changeable so they, they could be that that's an actual vestige of bane somehow i think it was supposed to be like his impression on the force, like a dark shadow, like, like where it's not anything of substance. It's just a, a memory of him. But, uh, but it'd be cool to have like evil forest ghosts. I think I used to be against something like that, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I like what, whatever. So they, this, and, and introduced forest time travel. Like, like it's, 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 it's all screwed now. <laughs> I, I want to say that I heard this was a thing, but I, I'm really reaching in my memory here. You're, you're accessing old, your, your memory banks. <laughs> no, in, in the old uh, EU, was there some sort of timeline or something where there was like the Anakin ghost and a like Vader dark side ghost? Did that exist? No, I think. Well, I know they did concept art for it. Oh, is that um, what I'm thinking of? Possibly in 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 one of the mo- either Last Jedi or. Uh... Either in the Last Jedi concept art book, the art of, or or in the Force Awakens, there's art for like a a Vader Anakin Force Ghost. Okay, well, it's like both at the same time, almost. Right, Kinda. it's a little bit of a mix. Yeah, well, like it's like it's like some weird Two Facey type deal. No, well, I mean, it may possibly. Well, it's almost like they're like superimposed or something over yeah, one like another. The, yeah, it, it kind of looks almost like the the helmet. Or, is also the hood in a way. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. Um, for sure. And then there's rumors from guys whose name I don't want to even mention, even though I know no one here would like support them seriously or none of our listeners would, but the fake YouTuber BS guys, I believe, have said that there will be a scene in episode nine where uh, Kylo speaks to both of them at the same time. But I'm, that's not spoiler warning because that's. Well, if you, say it, if you say it for every movie, then you're. Maybe bound to be correct one time. That Lucasfilm does like to reuse concepts. It's true. I just feel like we're more likely to see this in like a comic book or something or a vision or 
Uh, I don't know. Well, that's, like, that's, plus, a, that's an interesting yeah. thing. Just real quick, your thoughts. Is he is he dead at the end of nine? Who is Kylo? He, is he go- yeah, is he going out? I'm I not asking hope- whether he's re- whether he's redeemed or not. I mean, is he gone? I hope he is not. I hope he has left an evil uh, bad guy either to lick his wounds or winning. I think that'd be either one of those would be r- freaking cool. You want him to win? I think it'd be awesome if he was not redeemed and he was a bad guy and he wins. Like overall, <laughs> so at the end, so the bad guy wins at the end of this new trilogy. Have you seen Chronicles of Riddick? Have you ever seen that one? Yeah, sure. So if you remember at the end, he defeats the bad guy, then takes over his his empire, and, and like, he does the whole bit that Vader's talking about over and over again. <laughs> you know, the original trilogy. Yeah, but like, but Ray would have to be Ray would have to die for the most part. Or be forced into hiding to re- recoup, and then boom, they announce the <laughs> uh, the next the, the next either you know ten through twelve or whatever, or a new trilogy that's not numbered by Johnson with them or whatever. I don't know something cool, but I I, I could I, I could be on board with an actual crazy down note ending that like <laughs> like it would shock it just didn't shock waves down the fandom. Talk about people being mad now, but like mm. Luke is weird. Like they'd be like little kids would just be crying. Um. I don't know. Something about it is appealing to me. Uh, I like that better than him being redeemed. I don't want him redeemed in death. I don't want him redeemed myself right now, period. I, I, I'm open to the idea of a story being told where I, my mind has changed. But it's not even that, like, I know you're, that wasn't your larger question, but I just want to say, like, it's not even that I'm against it, like, oh, no, he's worse than Vader, like, objectively, like, like in the argument, like, who, who should or shouldn't be redeemed. It's just, I don't want to see it again. I've seen it. I'm done with it. <laughs> I want to see something different. Well, I was going to say, like, I do trust JJ and whatever or wherever this movie right. goes. I'm sure yeah, it'll yeah. be great. I, myself, um, I, I feel the same way. Yeah, but like, I kind of agree where like, if not with the whole bad guy winning thing per se, but not not to end this this trilogy, but I, if JJ wants to go the whole redemption route for whatever reason, I'm sure it'll work out okay. But if I'm writing the movie, I don't think I'd do that just because, to some extent, it's expected because it's what happened before. I, it's not that I'm avoiding it because, like, well, it's already been done. It's just that I think the audience is going to, at some level, expect that to happen because that's what we have to compare it to because we already had that. So I just want something unexpected, not to the level of you know, insanity with <laughs> like the bad guys winning the end. And so far your investment in these three movies was basically a big letdown. You know, I mean, I don't want that kind of thing, but you guys, you guys are so, you're, you're so afraid of darkness. Come on. The, 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 the negativity <laughs> role has suddenly switched to Jared off of me. I just want the star, I just want the star Wars world to burn. <laughs> like, like, like also now that I'm brought up, I would really like for Kylo to win and then uh, take over what whatnot, and he's crushed everyone and all of his enemies. And then, and then Riddick shows up, and they team up, <laughs> merging of, of universes. Also, Riddick is all is secretly Dom from uh, Fast and the Furious, and also Triple uh, X. <laughs> every every movie is the same thing. Might as well like everything's falling apart in the real world. So let's just shove all our movies together, and everyone can hang out. That's my. That's my. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think I, that's gonna happen. That's my hail I've been mary wrong before. No, it's. I, although it is exactly as likely as everyone who thinks that, like, for some reason, 
uh, all the Marvel stuff is going to happen immediately. Like, like all the Marvel Fox stuff. Like, Whoa. maybe Infinity War will end with the X-Men. It's like, no, nope, not even a little bit, maybe. <laughs> That's not possible. Well, and also, like, with, with the whole uh, redemption thing, too, I, I wanted to mention the one thing, like, after Force Awakens, the one thing that I liked about the idea was just that I wanted to see Kylo and Rey fighting together, not... I don't want them to like be a pairing, but just the concept of them fighting for the same side was really intriguing to me. So the way that worked out in the last Jedi, like I'm good. Like that was great. That, that covered my need for that, that scene. Yeah. That scene was great. But I'm, I'm with, I'm totally with you. Like if I had that itch, it was scratched. Right. And I don't think I did have it the way you did, you know, like, like it yeah, wasn't but, but, like it covered it, you know, we're good. They They don't need to be a team. <laughs> Like especially considering how their entire interaction started, that's that's not exactly what I would like to see as a, a, an example. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't get don't get me wrong. I don't think either of these things are going to happen at all. But the people who are just the absolute cranks who are like JJ hated uh, the Last Jedi suit and he's going to undo everything and blah blah blah. Like that almost is like any sort of reconciliation on any level between uh, Ray and Kylo and. A reveal about her parents of, of them being anyone of significance would feel it, it, it more than it being impossible to tell that story well it yeah. feels like it would just be upsetting to me personally because it would prove those cranks right <laughs> like <laughs> even if it wasn't his motivation to undo it you know even if it was something they'd already worked out like whatever right whatever conceivable reason there is they would think they're right and i don't want the petty pettiness in me <laughs> can't allow for me to accept that as, as a good possibility. So I feel like that would be the thing I, I've set myself up for possible disappointment in, although I don't think it's actually possible, like I said. But like, if that happened, I would be like, oh no, those guys are going to be insufferable. <laughs> I have to mute well, Star Wars. I have to mute everything. And I feel, I feel like I, I've probably, or someone has mentioned this before, um, but another th thing I would say to people who said that kind of thing is that JJ himself has said he liked the script for Last Jedi so much he wished he had the chance to direct it. I mean, I think he did have the chance, but you know what I mean. Like, like he he's like I sh I it would have been I would have enjoyed directing that movie because I like the script so much. So I don't think he's going to be doing anything and for multiple reasons. But for that alone, he's not going to be doing anything to undermine it if he liked it so much he wished he could have directed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I, I think that he didn't. I don't know. He. I don't think he's one of those guys that's completely full of it. Like, I'm sure there's a little bit of uh, BSing. Like PR and or something. Yeah, uh, like everybody does. So I, yeah. I would never assume that he's somehow impervious to it. But he does seem like someone who's rather selective and genuine. Like the way he yeah. praised the prequels, the few times he did, like on talk shows when they came up in promotion for The Force Awakens, he was like, there were things about the way the prequels were shot that I didn't appreciate originally, but that were that made them beautiful films. You know, it's like it's so selective. It's like it was a hundred percent positive, but it's like he chose his words very carefully so he wasn't BSing. So he wasn't saying, "I think it's the greatest thing since ever," like because he doesn't, right. <laughs> you know. And right. that the things he meant, and like I feel like, like you said, like he had some really, really effusively positive things to say about the Last Jedi script and in general. So I don't think he had any problem with it. I don't think we have any reason to believe that just because cranks say they do. And, and regarding new characters for episode nine too, because we've got a few from just from the cast announcement. What chances do you think we have that resistance will introduce any of them since we're working with that timeline roughly? No, 
I mean, I mean, actually, I, I don't want to say introduce, but like, kind of like with, with Saw Guerrera and Rebels. That's right? that's what I was just thinking. Something like that's plausible, but long shot. I think real long shot. Because like Rogue One's also less high stakes. Yeah, Look, we could I mean, possibly what you could possibly see in just a random cameo is FN two one eight seven. I could see. Uh, well, yes, oh yeah. God. I I am like I'm so afraid of a a scene of some like <laughs> I almost cursed some poor poor uh, stormtrooper like with a mop. And some <laughs> awful, awful cartoon music, like, and you hear John Boyega's voice, like, answer when Phasma says something about, like, blah, 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 FN2187. He's like, oh, sorry about that. And I, I'm like, I, like, my heart will just destroy itself. I'll just like explode <laughs> in sadness. I'll be like, oh, no. He's the, he's, the one char- he's the one character that I think that you should not ever have any idea or. He he just needs to be introduced in Force Awakens, and that's as, it. I am fine with that. Yeah. I, I love I love him as he is. If we get anything again, the only person I really trust to do it is JJ because he made him up at this point. But but I don't see how we could possibly fit in the Last Jedi unless it's a really weird story, which I don't want him to be anybody's anything. <laughs> like let's just have some people. Who are you talking about? I don't want Finn to be anyone's like related to anyone you know like oh. I, 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 I don't know how they could reveal anything more in in nine you know based on the way his stories progressed from force awakens through the last jedi at this point he is who he is and like there's just no need he's awesome he everything yeah, about him fit. i think yeah i think everything about him is awesome like he he broke his freaking programming man and they showed those pictures when tux is looking at him you see a little 3d picture of a blue like wireframe you know uh whatever hologram of baby finn like in a jumpsuit like they've had him since he was a baby like there is no there is no backstory if he was taken from his parents then they feel sad about it but not him because he was a freaking baby like like, it it messed him up absolutely right i studied child development that totally messed him up but he still (laughs) broke free and he still had like a even though you know it was all self-preservation, he had this great deal of empathy. I think we're all big Finn fans, including I know Andrea is too. Be all speak, speak for our absentee uh, uh, podcast uh, co-host who's still oh. in the middle of a class. It's still got class for two hours forty-five minutes. It's great. Yeah, I kind of hope Basically. that yeah, yeah Finn right. has a significant. I don't want to know any other adjective to say really. Role in episode nine because uh, like nothing against the way it was written, but I I did kind of miss his involvement. I felt like it was a little pulled back from force awakens yes. um so i like to see him have a more hands-on more direct consequential Ro- role for nine yeah he, he and rose's part was i was cool but i feel like it's more the thing their importance was like thematic you know like they introduced something yeah. that he, an idea they wanted to show more than the story and like but he is like alongside uh ray it's their story as much as anything in, the, in force awakens i think that right it was very appealing to a lot of us. Like we really enjoyed them and their dynamic, like separating them was a big gamble, I think. And it paid off in some ways. Cause I think it, but at the same time, we're, yeah, we're all looking forward to the opportunity to have them interact again, I think. And I, I, also I think to have Rose and Ray develop a friendship and none of them like really have a, any relationship with, with Poe outside of Finn, like Rose does a little yeah. bit, but like, I, w- I want to see this group of this core group of heroes we've got developed at this point 
really get a chance to shine together. And that, uh, that's what I was going to say. We haven't really had a chance to see them together, working together as like a team, you know, I mean, not to compare it to the big three of the originals, but th that kind of vibe of everybody that's your hero team, you know, like I, I kind of want to see that come to, and based off of how last Jedi ended, it would totally make sense if they do something like that for nine. Um, but I would really like to have that kind of rooting for one great good guy team. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be cool too, man. I said like a vision of, uh, cause like we had the one idea that I'd suggested that originally Mark wasn't sure about, but that maybe, you know, that maybe, uh, Lando answered their call or something off screen. But just the, the Lando shows up off screen, and the, that way they don't have to reintroduce him. It'd be it'd be a pretty crazy callback to Return of a Jedi if, like, uh, Force or, or First Order forces have either taken over Cloud City or have detained Lando, and they have to all work together to break Lando out. <laughs> that would be kind of funny, though. That could be that could be really great. Like that could be such a great. And if it was told in like not a silly way and not in the same way as the Jabba breakout, it could be really uh, satisfying. Even though the, the the only thing is, I'm really interested to see if when Lando is introduced into the story, if it's going to be like a reveal moment, so to speak, or not. Because so far, so. well, I'm like, well, so far with the characters we already know they've had pretty reveal moments for the for the new movies like Which, imagine imagine if if like jared said the first order has taken over cloud city and you know they're they're walking around and one stormtrooper kind of hangs back and they lifts up his helmet real quick and looks <laughs> to the audience and he's like it's lando and he puts the helmet back down that would be sweet. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I oh would man! Lose it. I would be so happy. I would, I would like freak out. I would squeal. I, like, I, I, yeah, I probably, is this really happening? <laughs> it would no, just it would like so just great. like a little moment in Jedi. He'd just be like, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, and and if he actually the way they could play it for for maximum like, well, sorry about my motorcycle. Uh, to play it for maximum laughs again, probably just to irritate the people who hated all the humor and in Last Jedi for me. Uh, <laughs> but have him not only reveal himself to the audience but the way it's positioned he's winking and it seems like he's winking at us but uh, but for the story he's clearly winking at chewbacca because he's letting chewbacca know it's like hey it's me and he's like oh he's like it's, it's Lando. <laughs> it'd be so great like it would be the greatest thing ever <laughs> so this is going to seem a little unoriginal now just because uh we've been talking about it but i, I was going to say a little bit ago we have Oscar Isaac voicing Poe for Resistance, and we have Gwendolyn Christie voicing Phasma, and we have, I, I don't know who is, is doing the voice, but we have Leia in Resistance 2. Um, yep. So I, I was going to ask you what character you would like to see voice their own, or I guess what actor voice their own character in Resistance, and I was going to say uh, Billy Dee Williams doing Lando, I think, would work and be cool, not only given his history of being involved with the games, and the animated series, but also episode nine. I think it just that, works. That would be a good one because they could backtrack from knowing how he's going to end up in nine. Without, right. They could like they could plant seeds without spoiling anything and make it and, and connect where we where we know him last. You know where whatever the stuff he wherever he last is in the canon so far uh, with where he's going like, to end up. I'd like to see. I, I think it'd be cool to see a Holdo. Uh, and if and if Laura Dern voiced her, it'd be great. 
some of the characters that kind of got short shrift, you, you know, from Force Awakens, maybe it was a Corsella who was supposed to be uh, um, sort of Leia's, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't want to say attache, whatever the hell That's that exactly was. the word I was going to use. Attache. Yeah, it's like, that's like political, that means, but... it, it'd be like an aide, an assistant, uh, and a political appointee. Right. So I, I would like I to see the that right sort word. of relationship. Uh, I would like. Oh to yeah, see, and Maisie, uh, Maisie Richardson Sellers is great, and yeah. like, honestly, working for Disney Channel, like if David Oyelowo is going to do it, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I get that it's not huge or whatever, but really great voice actors and non-voice actors alike do it, and she's working on the CW, which no, I watch a lot of those shows, so no shade to them or whatever, but it feels like a lateral move. Like it doesn't feel like it's something that she shouldn't be doing, you know, or wouldn't do. Oscar Isaac's doing it, <laughs> you know. Like, I think seeing some of the characters that you know, or or, or just a lot of Snap Wexley would be great. Hey, who? Snap Wexley. <laughs> That's all I ask. If you're gonna pray, that, that would that would be amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, I would love to see because it's before Force Awakens, I want to see as maximum Elo Asti. Yeah, Elo Asti. You can have Jessica Pava in there. You can have you know a, a bunch of people that would love uh, love this. <laughs> Yeah, great. Oh, snap. You could have uh, something with Laura Laura Santeca. Oh. And snap. I mean, you you just said it. I mean. I know. Oh, snap. I'm not not, going to. Oh, snap. Never. So the the one, like, (laughs) underutilized character I want to see more of, and if it's in Resistance, that'd be great, is um, Jessica Pava. I think that'd be great. And I, I like I like uh, was it uh, I don't even know the first name but Connix, uh, you know, character, oh, yeah. her life daughter, yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy, Billy Lord's character. Yeah, I enjoy that she's hanging out, and I'd like to see no. more of her, especially in episode nine. Is it like Cadel Connix? Is that it? Yeah, like Cadel like... Co-Connix or something. Yeah. Um, man, I want to see Weasel in it because I want Weasel to exist throughout the entire, all throughout all three trilogies. <laughs> oh, what if we get? What if we get? Hux. We could get Admiral Hux. Uh, yes. That'd be good. Or General who's that Hux? one guy? Who's that one angry, uh, the angry like head of the Dreadnought or whatever? Where you zoom in his face, he's like, oh, shit. Where he's like, <laughs> no, I, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his <laughs> when name. When Dreadnought though. blows up, he's like, oh, I screwed up. Oh, I got to mention, I figured... Uh, you would appreciate uh, this is a, a total aside, but but because of Hux, it made me think of his dad because I kept thinking of his, uh, him as Papa Hux. But his dad, uh, everybody knows, uh, I think, is Brendan Gleeson, is another really excellent actor. Uh, he was in a classic movie called uh, Lake Placid. You know that one, Mark? <laughs> yes, I do. And in it, I had discovered repeatedly, at least four times, there are. It has got to be a dialogue note, like a script note, to read lines sarcastically. But he punctuates sentences with sarcastic. Like he, one of them is "everybody's a comedian," sarcastic, <laughs> and like, and he says this over and over again, and it never makes sense in any other context. And I love it so much because it was like a, a clearly a poorly written script, or like you know, maybe a way that had never been written. Uh, you know, he never read before because he, he was like a trained, accomplished actor, but that no one stopped him when they were making right, that. I'm gonna movie. have to watch it. I'm gonna have to it watch it. It kills me. It is available on sci fi right now. Uh, okay. I, 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 I highly recommend everybody watch it. It's amazing. I watched that in Deep 
Deep Blue Sea recently uh, with my girlfriend. And Deep it was, what? Because like, the yeah, there's a couple movies that I could think of that. Deep Blue yeah. Sea. Okay. There's another one I didn't uh, know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Uh, that one's the best, uh, including the, I think, one of like the number one movie, uh, soundtrack singles ever. My, my hat is like a shark's fin by Ella Cool Jack. Okay. <laughs> or Deepest Bluest, I think, in parentheses. My hat is like a shark's fin. Deepest bluest. All right. So just before we go on to the next conversation that we have, I just to wrap up resistance. Yes. Um, I have on the and I I've seen like a couple trailers. I I know some stuff, but I haven't been following it closely. So I'm seeing Maybe. like I, I knew Bobby Moynihan, for example, was a, a voice in it. I did not know this says Elijah Wood has a character in it too. Uh, what? Oh, you didn't hear that? No, I did. I remember oh. just when people were talking. <laughs> I, I was excited. Because people fra- framed it as uh, somebody was like, oh, it's the second Hobbit. Because they already announced, um, what's this guy? Uh, Moynihan, Dominic, or Monahan. Uh, being oh, that's right. In, For episode in, nine. In, yeah, episode nine. And then someone else was like, oh, no, no. Three Hobbits. Because Snoke is a Hobbit, too. Because st- technically, oh, Smeagol yeah. was his Hobbit name. He was a ri- right. river Hobbit, not a prairie Hobbit. But he's and they, still they Hobbit. showed him in the Two Towers, is that right? And we don't have Martin Freeman yet. We don't have Martin Freeman yet, and we don't have uh, what uh, Billy Boyd is that his name? The, the singing Richard Hobbit. Armitage. Oh, no. hey, well, that, that, he's a dwarf, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. You're right. Huh. He's, oh man, I feel like I'm gonna have mad on, people at Tim. me now. Hey, you have shamed us all. That's, that's like <laughs> a racist. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I guess all guys who look like uh, yeah, I'll. Mean, I, 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 I guess are dwarves and hobbits or, or dwarves are, are not hobbits and hobbits are not dwarves. All I'm you know saying the, a robot it, would have not done that. I'm just saying, you know, Richard Armitage, in addition to looking like Hugh Jackman voiced Wolverine in a podcast uh, drama. So he could probably hurt you, man. He's like, a tough dwarf. <laughs> I, the other thing I wanted to mention before we go, cause we are actually, we've, we've had so much actual star Wars conversation where we're almost running long. <laughs> so, um, we have a tweet and it's from uh, somebody named Harrison. Yes. And we have to go through this because this is awesome. So he says, uh, podcast 27. Hello, I've been listening to your podcast for a few days, and I am loving it. First off, thank you. Secondly, uh, any chance I'll get to know about you guys' opinion or opinions on canon novels? We haven't. The, the, we discussed this before. First of all, Harrison from was it Myanmar? Myanmar, I believe so. Yes. Awesome. First of all, it's great to have a listener from so far away. Uh, and second of all, we kind of talked about this before the, before the show started, but there's not a lot that all three of us have listened to. In fact, I don't think there's a book or excuse me, read. I tend to listen to audio. Uh, I tend to listen to the audiobook versions. I did um, for a bloodline. I was in the audiobook for that. And they're great. You know, if, if I don't know if you're reading Harrison or if you're listening to it, but the audiobook versions are amazing because they have sound effects. They have, you know, the, the reader or the narrator usually puts on, uh, um, uh, you know, different voices. Uh, they'll have uh, the Star Wars music by John Williams in the background. So I, I tend to love to listen to the audiobooks just because it feels like a movie experience. Um, but we haven't all listened to the same or read the same books. So Jared and I have both, um, you know, listened or, or read Bloodline and A New Dawn, and Tim has just not really done anything. Hey. Um, hey. Well, he read I Battlefront. Have. I he have. read the first Battlefront and a bunch of stuff that you don't even remember. Whether or not right. for sure. <laughs> I read Derek Disciple and I remember it was amazing. 
And Inferno But you Squad, also said you can't remember anything other than it was amazing. <laughs> but but see, uh, you know, I mean, before we'll touch we'll touch on we'll touch on more of the books in future episodes. But I, I think one of the ones that Jared and I can agree on, uh, you know, we talk about one of the characters from the novel so much. But a new Don, you know, introduced Ray Sloan into the the canon, into the continuity, and she's just an amazing character uh, in that book. And it really, you know, she didn't get a great. She should have been in Rebels. You, you don't introduce a character and a villain and a foil for the heroes in a, in, in such an awesome book like a New Dawn. It didn't make any sense to not bring her forward. So well, I would it, love to see her. You know, and, and, and a Greg Weissman, who was uh, involved in the first season of Rebels only uh, and developing the characters. Uh, he was the one who also coordinated the author uh, of a new dawn who was that who was that i can't remember oh i'll, I'll figure it out before we're done with the episode but uh i know that when he wrote the canaan comic book which i think was concurrent with like the rebels series it was after it was after meeting ezra so it's before rebels ended but and not long after it began uh they do interact with ray sloan because i think he saw what you saw that, like they should have used her and I think, feel like had he continued to be involved with the show, I think he probably would have used her. Uh, I think you're right. It was John Jackson one, Miller, by the way. Oh, excellent. I was thinking he's the, I think I wrote Kenobi for sure. Excellent. Um, which is my favorite of the yeah, it was no, really now good non-canon too. novels. Uh, but no, I, I, I really am disappointed for many reasons that Weissman uh, uh, was uh, ousted from the show, I think. But at the same time, uh, this is another opportunity to use Ray on screen, and it would it would be a disservice not to use her again. Uh, it's a continued missed opportunity on their part. She's an incredible character, and frankly, if they don't use her here, they should use her in another series that's like X Wing based or whatever, or or, or maybe Tie Fighter based or something. <laughs> like, or or use her in a series that's filming in like two days or something. That would be awesome. In the live action series. Yeah, I mean, it's set after Return of the Jedi, and she's still alive. And she's no, still young. It, this is like prime time for her. It's yes. seven years after. This is when she's trying to stake a claim in the remnants of the Empire. This is like, this is post aftermath, I think, but like dead on the right time for her, I think. The best time. Man, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't think it's what's going to happen based on what we've been led to believe necessarily, but it's possible, I guess. Because I, I don't think it's a spoiler to mention. Is it cool to talk about what the rumor is that the show's about? Uh, I don't even know what the rumor is. So, Tim, Tim, do you know? Is it cool with you, Mark? I guess make it make it really general. <laughs> oh, I mean, the, the rumor is pretty general. Do you, do you know, have you heard anything, Tim? Uh, some things, but I'm not sure what you're talking about. So go ahead. Just that the live action show that Favreau is shooting and whatnot that our friends are just at uh, podcasting at. Uh, it is about the remnants of the Mandalorian Empire oh, after yeah. well, after the Empire falls and what's going on with them seven years later. Right. Which Wait. I mean, yeah, that and that's Wait. that's a making starwars.net article too for anybody who yes. wants to look at that. Are we talk about Boba Fett maybe somewhere in here. I think, I, I think that we're talking I think you look at John Favreau and your age and when you grew up and mm-hmm. him being pre Vizla and mm-hmm. him Using choosing this subject matter, I think the there is not something directly 
related and, to Boba Fett and Boba Fett's survival is, are very slim. Is that maybe why they didn't do the movie? Because he's going to be in a TV show? I mean, look at the set. <laughs> Did you see the pictures that Jason posted? He's so, so Spoilery stuff. It looks like a desert planet. Like maybe a guy who climbed out of a starlight pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, like buddy. Go to hang out and recuperate and maybe kill some uh, sheriff who stole his, his uh, armor uh, earlier in oh Battlefront and take it back. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Mark's got to go be alone with his feelings and stuff. <laughs> He's got to go feel ways about things. <laughs> so anyways, Harrison, uh, talking about New Dawn, that's the one that, that you know, it, it just it's just a great book. And if, you, really if well you like written, Rebels, right? yeah, like, it is. It really right. is. I, I poured through that thing. I got a... A pre pre release copy at Comic Con. I was really excited. I bought tickets to Celebration. I was like, I was just super excited at that point. That's when I first started getting interested in everything, listening to podcasts and stuff again, and and getting back into the fandom. And I was I, I read that thing like maybe two weeks right before it came out, and was super super psyched. And uh, it was a great introduction to Kanan as well. Even though he's very different in Rebels. You get how he becomes that guy, and it's because at the end he, uh, spoiler, leaves with Hera and become, starts to become the guy who we all know in Rebels. So, so just one quick thing I wanted to say about the books. Um, I know a, a lot of people have who've gone through the books have opinions on what authors they prefer, what storylines, whatever. I get that. Like I know Claudia Gray gets a lot of great feedback. Um, I would just throw in there that um, Christy Golden is a pretty good shoe-in, at least for me. Um, and, and I know Blizzard puts a lot of stock in her. I think she's done some books for them for like World of Warcraft or something. I'm not completely sure. But like as a company, as far as I'm concerned, Blizzard, when it comes to choices, decision-making, that kind of stuff, is like top of the line. So if they're going to choose her to do some of their stories, that's a pretty good... Um, uh, oh, what's the word? Endorsement. So... And when it comes to Star Wars so far, she's been great. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. So if you see a Star Wars novel and it's written by Christy Golden, there's a good chance you're going to want to check it out. Um, I'll just kind of throw that in there as my main takeaway so far from the, the novels overall. Nice. So anyway, uh, I think we're good for this episode. <laughs> I think we've gotten everything that we need to get and maybe a little bit more. Uh, but considering yes. that it was a slow... we Yeah, ha. It was a slow snooze squeeze. <laughs> what is a snooze squeeze? <laughs> That's the so question. Slow. I don't. I don't so recommend slow. googling it because I. I don't trust the internet. Um, but <laughs> considering it was also a slow news week for Star Wars, I. I'm proud of us for sticking to Star Wars and having a good episode. So anyway, we'll be back next time. I don't know who will be here or who won't be here because Andrew is always a little iffy. Um, exactly. So we'll have. Star Hopefully Wars next week to talk we'll be, about. Yeah, so it should be a less uh, slow snooze noise. <laughs> if I knew how to spell that, that might even be the name of the episode, but I'm not even going to attempt to spell that. I'll text it to you. <laughs> anyway, I think we're good. I think we're going to go. Bye, Jared. Bye, Mark. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, my friends. <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs> All right, bye.